Hello, I'm Matt Ruglis and welcome to episode 12 of my Cimarron 1872 podcast, where I read the letters that my great-great-grandfather Henry Tinson wrote. This letter contains yet more bad news about the leadership of the Maxwell Land Grant and Railway Company. Please address all business letters to manager, Maxwell Land Grant and Railway Company, Cimarron, New Mexico. 2nd of March, 1872. Dear Harold, I have not had the number of Cassell referred to, nor do I know what article was in it. We had the little parcel with waistbands in, but your mother will write shortly about that. Did we remove the volumes of the dispatch from 71 Amberley Road? If not, you might look and get them. They were in the little loft. Well, here I am in a very enviable position. Mr. Reed is gone and I have not the means of paying off a single man and I expect no end of unpleasantness. In fact, as my name is on at least one protected cheque, I fear I am in a dangerous fix. But I mean to hold on at present. And I think we shall have difficulty yet about the shooting of those men last week. The men who shot them have written to the Trinidad Enterprise a statement not published but containing grave statements against persons of high standing, easily discernible as the heads of the Maxwell Land Grant and Railway Company. There was a Saturnalia at Maxwell House on Thursday. After all were pretty drunk, they set to work and mixed all sorts of liquors together and drank that mixture. Gray could not find his bedroom, got into the wrong bed and fell out spraining his wrist. This will give you an idea of the society here. I shall send, I hope, in two or three days, an instalment which is not really all my money. It includes the girl's earnings and Fanny's salary as organist. I think you will have about £60, and maybe more or less. But anyway, give £10 for Gill's outfit and school fee, unless Mr Churto brought a balance with him. I fear the balance may be the other way, but if so, he will send me his account. Give £2 to Mrs Emerton from your mother. That's all, and best the rest. I think that I should like the house to be bought of such a size, character and situation that we could continually take about four young men lodgers. I should say that if I'm able to send another instalment after this, Alex might venture to look out for one. No news as to my backing anything of the Derby, or what it may be. I hear my fancy helmet has come out quite a bit. But Motel is not to back that because it's my fancy. I think Helmet and Bethnal Green will be placed. I wish I knew how I directed the distribution of the Counting House romance money. Certainly Billum, to whom I own about 50 shillings or three pounds, should be paid. Any remainder you may have should be placed to a separate account, in any investment you like, until you hear more. Your mother is of the belief that I shall go first again. I do hope not. I hope if we have to leave, we shall all travel together. It is a deuce of a nuisance whether we leave or not to be in this uncertainty, and you may imagine it's a nice treat to write eulogies of leavers in Cimarron. Wiseman, I believe, is about to return. He says that he shall leave in a fortnight. So will Pritchard and Walters, I imagine, pretty soon. Woodworth left last night. His mother is dead. He won't return, I take it. And there it ends, another incomplete letter with no signature. 
Henry resorts to sarcasm as he writes that he is in an enviable position. And when people are being shot because of the management of the Maxwell Land Grant and Railway Company, then he has every reason to be fearful. The Trinidad Enterprise was a newspaper published in Trinidad, Colorado between 1870 and 1875. The girl's earnings come from giving music lessons. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to be sure of not missing an episode and maybe leave a review. Thank you.